Hey everybody, Mike here. So we took a week off because we've just done like 10 weeks in a row of kind of supersized episodes with the Saw franchise. 10 weeks of just taking a pounding at Saw City. And we think we really hit a home run with this franchise. We really enjoyed talking about it. I know a lot of these movies were like first time watches for me. And I had a lot of fun talking about this series with Ariel, Devon, Nicole, Rachel, uh, Brian, Steven, and all of our guests. So really loved it. But we wanted a week off to kind of recharge the batteries. And then we're going to be bringing you our rankings episode as well as in the coming weeks, uh, the new Hell House movie, which has just dropped on Shudder, then the three Karloff Frankenstein films, and a bunch of other really cool stuff in the coming months and year ahead. Thank you for this past year uh, for folks that have been with us since day one. We appreciate you sticking around, and thank you to the like slew of new listeners. It has been really nice watching this show continue to grow uh, week after week and month after month. I truly appreciate it. So what we have right here is a clip from a recent Patreon episode uh, in progress already. You're going to hear it just kind of like as the show was ongoing, where myself, uh, Brian, Nicole, and Steven, we do a little like, what were you doing for Halloween? Like, what would be a good Halloween night movie marathon with friends over? And we had a lot of fun with this. And uh, we have a lot of fun with the patron in general. Like, if you think we keep it pretty loose and fun here, we have a lot of fun behind the paywall. So if you can do so, please consider becoming a patron today at www.patreon.com slash pod and the pendulum. Uh, tiers start at two bucks. We have about 50 hours or so of content up already with a lot more that's going to be coming in the coming months. Every tier gets you at least some content and when you become a patron not only do you get that bonus material but it goes a long way to putting the show together it allows us to not just rely on like streaming content when we are doing these shows but like it lets us buy the you know special edition movies that have all the bonus features and documentaries and commentaries so when we putting together our notes like we're getting all the right material it allows us to you know buy a lot of the books and other supplemental materials to give you the best research show that is out there so if you can do that please become a patron today at patreon.com com slash pot on the pendulum so enjoy this 20 minute little excerpt keep enjoying the show thank you so much listeners we really really love having you on board and we have a lot of cool content coming up in the coming year peace out see you on monday Excellent. And that's playing in theaters. What are you doing with the children after? Oh, we're just going to murder them. 
And, um, so we get to the know. ritual sacrifice <laughs> portion of Matt, the a little movie. early no, in the no, night. No, no, we're, we're just going to let them stay and go through the kinder trauma of the other Great. films I have to show them. That's that's so, the way it should be. You know, so we should all experience. Like, I did not so pick Terrifier you, 2 as much as I wanted to. So when you pick um, Sallow for your midnight movie. Right. <laughs> well, the kids got to they got to see it sometime. I mean, they got yeah, to learn. They got to learn. learn about eating poop and all those Excellent. things. Because, Very good. Yeah. Steven, why don't you go next? Uh, well, I had, uh, when I sat down tonight to record this, I had five different marathons programmed, and I couldn't figure out which one I wanted to talk about most. So I asked my partner. And uh, spun a randomizer app. And fortunately, they landed on the same option. I also asked my co-host, but they picked other options. So the ones that I didn't choose are Autoror, so Autor Horror, um, Creature Features, uh, Monster Mashups, and Horror Remakes. Uh, did I, didn't I any give you the categories? Like You did. I, and I, I picked did. within those categories. Although, like, all those themes. So were you going to just like, like, disregard category. the categories I gave you? I know, I, like, I, I know I, I gave you these categories, but I just picked something different. Like, no, no, no. I you. used all of those categories, but those oh. were my overall themes for the entire marathon. You were going, so you were like going like Dewey Decimal System with the categories. Okay. Yeah, correct. You've got a what I, what I opted for was foreign horror. Uh, so horror for movies. For the children? From other countries. I. You're making this, the kids read? No, I'm not. My first one is a cheat because my first country is the United Kingdom. Okay. Um, which is that technically another counts. country. Look, I, it's an English language film, but it's still not an American film. And what that's how doing? I'm getting away with it. I'm playing am... the theme song again. Hold on. <laughs> Appropriate. All right. Appropriate. Oh, how do I stop it? Oh, you stop? don't. You don't. My... No, okay. it's stopped. Yeah. Um, so my first country is the UK, and I'm picking Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit Good from choice. 2005, the Academy Award winning film from Ardman Entertainment. Um, what a what a delight. I actually watched this one for the first time yesterday uh-huh. uh, when I was putting this list together. And I was like, I got to watch this. Isn't it on Netflix? Absolutely. I'm going to watch this. And I had so much fun watching this movie. So. Yeah, absolutely. This is the one we're we're getting. It's not too scary, but it absolutely has a giant monster uh, who does not eat people. He eats vegetables, and it's it's great. There's also a rabbit who loves cheese, so mm-hmm. it 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 has everything. Um, so yeah, it's it absolutely Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit, hundred percent. Is this the Wallace and Gromit with the needle pit or the reverse bear trap? <laughs> um. <laughs> No, that's the one with the carousel, Mike. Okay. Excellent. No, that movie is a delight. I love I, Wallace and Gromit. I almost picked that one. Yeah. Steven. So there there we go. We almost picked Imagine each other's. And we're both picking oh. stop motion movies so yeah, far, too. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah. Nicole, can you keep the stop motion train going? No. Absolutely okay. not. I went with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Love it. Okay. What makes this a children's movie? <laughs> what doesn't make it a children's movie? It is about clowns that are killing 
And mm-hmm. nothing is more horrifying than clowns to small children. Mm-hmm. So it was a perfect fit. I think I saw this at about that age. And I was both entranced and horrified. Um, so this seems like, because you want the kids to leave after this. The kids okay. have to leave. So you want them unsettled and then off somewhere else where you don't have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. And so this is perfect. Okay. So you don't like children is what you're saying. You don't <laughs> want them around. Well, not not in this instance, no. Okay. No. Um, what are your memories of... So how old were you when you saw Killer Clowns? Like 10? I was young. I was very uh-huh. young. Um, and I was horrified. So- I think the thing that scared me the most was the cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've never seen cocoons. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Like That's actually a movie I've never seen. What is the most intense scene in this movie? I think there's a scene where, if I'm recalling it correctly, like, there are protagonists are trying to discover what's going on and why people are missing. Mm-hmm. And they find one of these big, like, things of cotton candy. And they start to dig in it, and basically it's just like a blob of a body there's also one of the sequences that is that was very disturbing for me as a kid and always sticks in my mind um but now when i've seen the movie more recently i kind of giggle is there's a one of the clowns is doing like a shadow puppet show and there's like a little line of kids um like watching and he does like a, I think it's like a dinosaur or something, and it actually eats one of the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, I yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Let's let's get the kids going. Okay, so I went a different route. Um, I went with the a recent movie from twenty twenty, uh, one that I love and that is like. I have to actually wa- rewatch it this weekend. And it's one that like, I will watch every year. Now it uh, stars the Sandman himself, uh, 2020s Hubie Halloween. I knew uh, you were going with this one. I knew you would. I adore this movie. Like it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Ada and I did our own like bonus episode on it a few years back. Just talking about the brilliance It set in Salem, Massachusetts. It is a celebration of all things Halloween. Um, you know, I grew up near this area, so you see a lot of it. Um, I'm like have it up on my screen right now on IMDb, and as I'm watching it, there is like a Tobin Bell trailer that is up for not a Saw movie, and it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> and it's like a monster in the making, and I'm like, but Tobin Bell is not the bad guy. He's actually on a boat with a little jaunty hat and he's marrying someone it looks like who's not age appropriate, but that's neither in Nicole Kidman is in this. No, I don't know. Anyway, Tobin bell getting it done. Um, Hubie Halloween, like Hugh, Adam Sandler is the titular Hubie Halloween. Um, he is like kind of like 
not the town mascot. He's kind of the town joke when it comes to Halloween, but he's like trying to keep it real and make sure that people are celebrating properly. Um, there may be a werewolf on the loose. Uh, Steve, all his buddies are in it. Like Steve Shemi is in it. Um, Ray Liotta is in it and is one of his last roles. Tim Meadows is in it in a little role. He's hilarious. Um, June Squibb plays Adam Sandler's mom, and she she's wears so she's hilarious. She wears increasingly hil- hilarious, like totally inappropriate shirts. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a big plot point revolves around like Hubie's thermostat, which is like Batman's utility belt. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene set in a school cafeteria where the children pelt Hubie with candy. That is like incredibly funny. Um, Kevin James is in it and he's fucking amazing in it is like a the town sheriff like or the town like, I don't know, sergeant, deputy, whatever, who's just like doesn't give any fucks whatsoever. Um, Also props to like Julie Bowen, who has become kind of the queen of these like sideways streaming Halloween movies. She's also Mm -hmm. in Totally Killer. Great which just came out killer. on Amazon. Yeah. Like the opening scene of totally killer is like one of the best cold opens since scream. I would definitely check that out. And I have a massive crush on Julie Bowen. So if she's a patron, she can call me uh, anytime. So yeah, Hubie Halloween is just like hilarious. It never gets old. Uh, it will make you smile. It is completely kid friendly. Um, there's nothing really inappropriate. You can show it to kids of all ages, but it's also fun for adults as well. Um, definitely watch that this Halloween season. If you haven't give yourself over to the Sandman. All right, just do it. Like, God damn. Now I'll, I'll just want to watch Billy Madison and happy Gilmore <laughs> back to back as well. So yeah, we watched Hubie Halloween last Halloween as a family. And, um, yeah, made my kids it's Adam so Sandler good. fans. They loved it. They loved it. Did you show them like Billy Madison? Uh, right later, after? Yeah, not right and... after. I, I he um, my youngest. We showed him Happy Gilmore on a mm-hmm. uh, on a trip that we were on to California with just him, and it was uh, it was he was uh, smitten. <laughs> Let's say he just completely was was became obsessed with watching Adam Sandler movies. So yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. So he just went on a run in the nineties where like, yeah, everything he touched was comic gold could do no Mm -hmm. wrong. Like all the way through, probably through the water boy. I'm trying to maybe even big daddy. Like I think after big Big daddy Daddy was the end. Cause after that was little Nicky. Yeah. Yeah. Then it fell off. So, yeah. All right. So our next category at 10 p.m., the kids are in bed, and now we need a little snack, you know, or we know now the kids are in bed and we need a little drinky poo. You know, we need something to kind of warm us up. What are we having for a little, you know, what are we what are we pulling out off the shelf for a little a little beverage for Halloween? See, I'm bad at this stuff. Oh, but, I'm horrible you know, at it. In, in my in my uh, in my home, because we just don't we're just not into drinking my -hmm. wife and i will take a pepsi and a dr pepper and pour them into the same thing hey we got dr pepsi and it's amazing i am okay with that that's fine with me 
we're going to serve that out uh, in the concession stand. Let's well, let's do that. Yeah. I'll tell you what, dude. I am just taking my a good hot cocoa or warm cider myself. Like, I all right. Need, yeah, I am all right <laughs> with that. I'm over here with my imported Indian whiskey. Just yeah, I saw that. Looking yeah. down on all of you. <laughs> what about yourself? And, and that's Nicole? fine. Um, just vodka. Okay. I thought you were going to be like, I'm just shooting heroin in the bathroom. (laughs) All right. So it's 10 o'clock. The kids are in bed or have been ritually sacrificed. And (laughs) now we want to screening you're at. Yeah. Now we want to get into a movie that takes place on either takes place at Halloween or is like set in the Halloween season. We had some debate on this on the Slack channel, like, you know, and and I think my response was like, it's not your PhD dissertation. Like I'm not going to, you know, like, uh, you know, be like, well, you're off the show. Technically it took place on October 28th, but you know, it's like gives you the Halloween vibes. It's that really like you, only watch it like like for me like i only watch the thing during the first snowfall of the year that type of vibe so you know when you watch it it's setting the the tone the mood it feels like halloween season what is a movie that you throw on every october that says it's spooky season and brian you started last time chewy why don't you kick things off for us uh, sure. What did so, the wheel tell you? What were the 18 subcategories? No, I, this entire thing is foreign horror. So this entire marathon is a foreign horror marathon. Um, so because I, I had a you're full... in America. <laughs> Love it or leave it. We are. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody, I guess. Um, no, we uh, so this one is a Mexican film from 1957, uh, not set on Halloween so much as the day of the dead, which is like the day after Uh, Mm -hmm. Mexican holiday set the day after called the Aztec mummy. Uh, And it is the first of a uh, trilogy of films uh, featuring, uh, let me see if I can pronounce uh, Popoca, the Aztec mummy. Um, So is it uh, very dated? Yep. Special effects, very cheesy, like very universal horror vibes kind of a thing. Um, but you know, just, a just a good old fashioned, like scary movie, um, mm-hmm. you know, from, from back in the day. And, uh, it, it, it again, it kind of, kind of amps it up just a little bit, but not so scary that if there's like one or two older kids that want to stay up and watch, they will not be, uh, they will not be out of place watching, uh, watching this movie. What well. makes it scary? Like what's one of the key scenes from it? Um, okay. So in full, uh, transparency. I have not actually seen this movie in its entirety. Um, I watched the trailer for it just to kind of get the vibe. Um, but Did you it, just want to sound like a no? I no. I was, I'm fully prepared to admit I'm that I'm picking I've not seen something this movie. from Mexico from 1957. No, because the movie Who I had on here, I, I did not movie. feel good about the pick I had on here previously. Which is what was uh, your other pick? My my previous pick was an animated film. Uh, from just a few years ago, 2017, I think, called uh, Legend Quest, okay. uh, the legend of uh, La La Llorona. No, La Nuhala, Nuhala, okay. or something like that. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce. It. I don't have the. Was title it La Bamba? You picked no, La Bamba. La Bamba. I did you not pick La Bamba. Bamba. I would have loved Sorry. to pick La Bamba. No, um, 
but I didn't like that pick because it felt too much like a kid movie. Okay. So um, I wanted to pick something just a little bit higher up the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, lo- I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good black and white horror movie. Okay. Um, so I went with the Aztec mummy. There's one other movie on this list that I technically have not seen. Uh, and I'll burn that bridge when I come to it. Um, Steven. I, well, what I love about you, Steven is unlike the rest of us, like you're fairly new to your horror journey. I am. And what I love for you is like some of these things you're seeing and experiencing for the first time. And you're not as like slavishly devoted to some of these things as like the rest of us are. So your opinions and some of the things like some of the things that like I'm going to suggest are like, yeah, Mike, that's a pretty obvious pick. Like it's going to be on pretty much everybody's list. So like I never would have like, I've never heard of the movie you pick. So now I'm like, Ooh, I get to go look that up and, Here's the thing. I'm going to be watching this soon as well. Like I'm seeing this out. It's streaming on Plex right now. And I'm like, I want to check this out because it seems really, it seems fun. Like a, like a Mexican or mummy movie. Like I'm, I'm all about that. That sounds so much fun to me. So that's why I put it on there. And I think it's kind of neat to have someone who, and I know you just love movies. Like it's not just like from horror. Like you just also love just movies in general and like you're fairly new to your horror journey so i do like to we get that different perspective so i tease because like i I and look i deserve it i'm not gonna say i don't deserve deserve it it. no one deserves to be bullied by me so (laughs) Um. i wouldn't call this bullying i would call this good-natured ribbing but to each their own nicole how about you go next yeah i picked pet cemetery 2 great pick um, um wonderful kind of just fall vibes but also some really great halloween moments um but a pretty intense i think spot in the film too because i think that's right when i guess i can do spoiler alerts um the doggo dies mm-hmm. which is soul crushing um so yeah, I I really like this movie. Um and it's one that I do for some reason just always right when we're kickstarting October, I find myself kind of itching for. Mhm. Excellent. Fun fact, I actually prefer Pet Cemetery 2 to Pet Cemetery. Because I find like Pet Cemetery too like slavish to the book. And I think that like the the two leads, like Lewis Creed and I can't think of the lead, the wife. They're like Judd is amazing. Like Fred Gwynn is Judd is perfect. Like perfect. Well, yeah. can't get any better. Mm-hmm. But like the two Sorry, leads John Lithgow. Two kind of like soap opery. Like they're not great in those roles. Um, and just build a damn fence around your front yard, you know? Yeah. I think kind of think that Gage got what was coming to him running <laughs> to the road. <laughs> you, you... Learn the parent. Gage, uh, you're, you're the, as I recall, you're, you're pretty tough on, uh, Miko Hughes in the, uh, new nightmare episode yeah. too, right? So yeah. yeah. So yeah. that goes, <laughs> it stretches back to. To that Gage, Gage fucked around and found out, like, oh, yeah. I'll take you on, <laughs> Mr. 18 Wheeler. 
know? Um, but no, I think like Pet Cemetery 2 is so batshit crazy and insane yeah. and fun. And Mary Lambert has like, just like, fuck you money because Pet Cemetery did so well. She can do whatever she wants and she does. And I love when a director like this one's we don't get that as much anymore. Like like James Wan got that one with Malignant after Aquaman did so well. Yeah. It was like this one's for the boys type of money. Like I can do whatever I want type of thing. Yep. So Brian, how about hmm? sorry. No, and I really like Pet Cemetery. And so... well, I don't hate it. I just like Pet Cemetery two more. Yeah. But that's the thing, like I love that this film is just so different. Mm-hmm. 